we want to remember that it's not just sex. It's not just procreation. That we really were designed for incredible pleasure, for ecstasy, physical, emotional, spiritual, and that oneness that we share with each other, that bond that we share with each other. It brings us closer together as a couple, but it doesn't only benefit our couple. It also benefits our family. Hey, you're listening to the Blessed Couple Podcast, where we talk about how to do this marriage thing and experience God in the process. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Let's get started. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We want to not just cover the same material, but continue on and go even deeper and even more specific and give more practical items as well. So we're definitely going to be much more explicit and cover things as tactfully and tastefully as possible, but still giving direct answers and detailed advice in that sense. We know this is a topic that is very sensitive. It's difficult for people to talk about it and it can feel challenging. We can feel a little bit stopped and sometimes things come up for us from our past. And so we want to be sensitive and respectful, but we want to give you a heads up that we are going to try to be a little bit more explicit and go into more detail than in the previous session. Let's quickly talk about the schedule or the, the flow of what's going to happen today. So the first thing is we're going to start off with some hundake because we want to make sure we're on the right foot and also want to reiterate how important this is, not just to our religion, but to God. And it's a foundational element of what we believe. So right. make sure we start off on the right foot. And sex is sacred, not only in the unificationist faith, but in many faiths around the world. So we took a lot more time doing Hundake and sharing Reverend Moon's words with you and sacred scripture from other faiths in part one. In part two, we're just going to start out with a few of our favorite scriptures, and then we're going to just jump right in. So right now, we're going to start with some of our favorite scriptures. And the very first one is exactly what we're doing here today, the value of talking about sex and learning from other blessed couples. So let's talk about investing time and energy. In spirit world, you'll compete in the total time that a husband and wife made love on earth. It may be 40 days or several months. If a couple makes love for such a long time, can they get divorced? No. We can learn conjugal lovemaking also from the experiences of others. The important part is we must use what we have learned for the sake of our spouse. Because that's why we're here, to enrich and bless each other's marriages. You should consult and ask women around you, how do you do it? If you want your husband to extend the time of lovemaking because you cannot feel a sexual climax yet, you should ask him to do foreplay longer. And I'm going to add one more. This is a direct experience quote. So Truvather said that the clitoris is like the doorbell and the husband should be a gentleman and he shouldn't just barge into the door. He should take time to ring the doorbell. Have you ever kissed each other's sexual organs? How do you like the taste? There is the most exquisite and infinitely endless taste. One we can never forget even after a thousand years. 
So the reason that we want to include this one, even though it was in part one, is because many couples are confronted with stigma or taboos around oral sex. They don't feel comfortable receiving or performing oral sex. And some of us even thought that it was something we weren't supposed to or weren't allowed to do in our faith. And it's quite the reverse. In fact, Reverend Moon encourages us, says that it is an infinitely endless taste that you cannot forget even for a thousand years. So oral sex is part of sacred sexual relationship. Absolutely. Bless us lovemaking as an art. Hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, it would mean the world to us if you could share it with someone you love or leave a five-star review because the only way this podcast spreads around is through word of mouth. So a share or a review would go a long way and it only takes like 10 seconds to do. Thanks, back to the show. We must make the best use of the precious gift from God. It means for us to transform our conjugal sexual life into a work of art. We are to make our spouse feel joy. And that's our purpose of creation, right? To experience and reflect that joy to Heavenly Parent. And Heavenly Parent wants to be in our sexual relationship and experiencing that conjugal love with and through our couple. And so we want to remember that it's not just sex. It's not just procreation. That we really were designed for incredible pleasure, for ecstasy, physical, emotional, spiritual, and that oneness that we share with each other, that bond that we share with each other. It brings us closer together as a couple, but it doesn't only benefit our couple. It also benefits our family. When you have a passionate intimate, vibrant sex life. Believe me, your kids know it. And they see that romance oozing from your pores and they see how you're connected with each other, how you care about each other, how you touch and cuddle each other throughout the day unconsciously. And they're absorbing all of that and taking it in and they think to themselves, that is what I want. I want true love. I want romance. I want passion because that's what they see all around them in the outside world reflected in a bent or crooked or fallen way right? They see this exciting, romantic, passionate relationships. And if they don't see the heavenly correct version of that within their faith community, they might think that the marriages and the blessings that we have are less than an outside relationship or a traditional marriage where we have an arranged marriage in our faith. So the truth is that couples who are arranged, and this is a global study that was done not to be confused with child marriages or forced marriages, but arranged couples, either through a matchmaker as matching advisors in our community that we also utilize or through other services or through parent arrangement, arranged couples actually report higher overall relationship satisfaction than love matches or traditional couples. So the truth is, scientifically, the truth is that arranged couples actually have happier, more romantic, more vibrant lives, and we're significantly less likely to divorce our spouse because there's more than just attraction that brings our couple together. There's our faith, there's our families, we have the support of our communities, we have shared and common values, and we're working together towards common goals. So 
if you're thinking about sex as selfish or taking time away from your kids, actually, I want to encourage you to reverse that thinking. And every time you make love with your spouse, think about all that positive, loving energy that's flooding through your home and your family. And think about the exemplars that you are for your children and that they're going to want to grow up and have marriages like the marriage that you have with your spouse and see that true love is so much more beautiful, so much more authentic and real than this fictionalized, fluffy, cotton candy, romantic version represented in the media and pop culture. Absolutely. Hey, if you want to improve your relationship or take your sex life to the next level, well, you're in luck because more than 70% of couples that take our Love and Integrity course said that the quality of their sexual relationship improved after joining the course. Sounds good? You can join the program today with your spouse or just take the course by yourself at loveandintegrity.com. See you in the next episode.